and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for September 1st, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, before I get started here, uh, I wanted to apologize in advance for any roaring you may hear in the background. Uh, today is the Canadian National Exhibition Air Show, and they fly over Lake Ontario and uh, I can see Lake Ontario from my apartment, so I'm pretty close to the shore, and um, so I expect some noise from that. I actually just had to restart this podcast because uh, there was some um, uh, sirens blaring, and I didn't really want that on the podcast, but the, the roaring I kind of expect, so I'm not going to worry about it too much. Okay, got three uh, new videos up on the blog. All three are from yesterday's UFC show in Shenzhen, China. And uh, I had to get up very early in the morning to watch this show. It started at 3 a.m., uh, beginning with the third women's match we're going to talk about here. And it went till about uh, 8.30, thereabouts. And, uh, you know, so uh, that kept me busy. Yeah, I got caught up on my sleep a little bit last night, I guess. Anyway, obviously the big match on this show, which was the main event was Jessica Andrade defending her UFC Strawway Championship against Li Zhang. Now, I'm sure you already heard about this match. You can't say I didn't warn you. I mean, uh, but I don't think anyone expected Li to finish Jessica in 42 seconds. And really, it's kind of like I was saying on, on um, uh, Friday. Uh, you know, she was an underdog. But I think she was an underdog for the wrong reason. She was an underdog because, you know, people haven't seen her or, or whatever. But if you've seen her fight, uh, I thought she had a pretty good chance of winning to, to the point where I suggested you might want to put some money on it. Okay. Really, it's a product of Jessica's fighting style. I mean, she's always going forward. And though she's a hard puncher, it also makes her easy to hit. Okay. And the other thing is that Riley is much quicker than Jessica. And unlike many female fighters that we've seen, she goes for the kill. Like, you know, Jessica landed a shot, and, and you could see that, uh, you know, there was some swelling around uh, Riley's eye. But Riley landed, landed a wrist. She just staggered Jessica with a, uh, a right cross to the chin. Uh, and that was pretty much it because instead of, you know, waiting for Jessica to recover like some fighters do, you know, she went after her and really hurt her with knees. I mean, she just, I, mean, I don't know how many there were. It must have been about five or six. I mean, you can see it on the, on the match. And uh, that really is what finished her. She, she landed another shot and that was it. It was over in 42 seconds, but those knees really killed her really killed her and you know obviously it's a big win not only for Whaley but for China as she is the first Chinese UFC champ and so it was a big it was a big deal so what's next for our new champ well my understanding is Rose Namahunas is retired She was traumatized by that bus attack in Brooklyn. And she almost quit then. Okay? Tatiana Suarez is out with a neck injury. There's the air show. 
So, and if she isn't ready, I would expect the winner of Joanna Krejcik versus Michelle Watterson will get the next title shot, and that match will be in October. Now, apparently, Michelle was offered the China fight, but her husband-slash-manager didn't think Wiley was a big enough name. Well, did she get your attention now? You know, uh, people were complaining. They were complaining that she got a title shot, okay? That, you know, uh, but the bottom line is the original plan was for Michelle to go, to go over to China. And that would have been a fine main event for that show. Okay? And uh, more air show. And, uh, um, and, and I would have been okay with that, like I said. But the real problem here is Tatiana Suarez is injured, and we're not sure when she's coming back yet. Okay? So uh, they really have to set something up for the next title defense, and it's likely going to be either Joanna or Michelle, whoever wins that fight. I favor Joanna. I just don't think Michelle has the firepower to compete with Joanna. Um, I mean, I'd like to see Joanna finish that fight. You know, she hasn't finished a fight in a while. To me, she's a points fighter again. But I just, I, you know, Whaley is quicker than all of them. You know, is there anybody else who can possibly contend? Well, if Claudia Gadelia could come back to form instead of fighting like a moron, you know, that would be great. But I don't know if she's going to do that. Okay. Anyways, that, congratulations to Ailey. She did a great job. I wasn't particularly surprised by it, but she still did a great job. Okay. So the second fight, which was on the main card, was... Um, Mizuki versus Wu Yanan from, uh, okay, and that was at um, Flyweight. Now, Mizuki was brought in when Wu's original opponent dropped out due to injury. And, of course, uh, most fans should be familiar with Mizuki. She's from Japan. She's now 25 years old. The air show. She's now 25 years old, and she's been a fighter since 2010. So I remember her back then. I remember when she was a kickboxer as a 15-year-old. She broke Emmy Fujino's nose, okay? So anyway, she now trains at Longo Serra in Long Island. Uh, UFC fighter Aljamain Sterling was in her corner. <laughs> along with her manager, Shu Harada, to translate. So, like I said, this flight is at, fight it was at flyweight, but Mizuki is a strawweight, and she told uh, the Japanese website eFight that after this fight, she will move back to strawweight. So, there's a potential challenger in the not-too-distant future right there. She can fight, Okay. You know, she's had issues. She, she always seemed to come up um, short in Invicta matches. And she also, of course, had knee surgery a couple of years ago. So, with the... So, okay, so here's the thing about this fight. Uh, Wu Yanan is now flyweight. She originally started as a bantamweight. She's tall. She's like five foot nine. All right? Mizuki is a strawweight. She's five foot three. 
So with that huge size advantage, I don't understand why Wu was so passive during this fight. She just didn't do enough. And, and, and let me say this about, again, I want to get back to this. I want to get back to this because what is it with these guys quoting significant strikes? Okay. I don't pay any attention to that stuff. I don't care. I don't need stats to tell me what a, what's going on in a fight. I just watch the damn fight. Okay. And the problem with this fight was very simple. Wu didn't do enough. All right? She had a big size advantage. She should have done more. She just didn't. So, look, I scored the first two rounds for Mizuki and round three for Wu. And Mizuki won by split decision. And considering the circumstances, because, you know, it was a tough situation, I thought Mizuki did very well. And, uh, you know, I expect her to uh, do very well in the strawweight division. Division, but again, I do not understand what Wu was doing. Okay, she basically dicked around for 15 minutes. You know, I don't get it. All right, the third fight, which is the uh, fight that actually started this show at 3 a.m., uh, was Carol Rosa versus Lara Procopio, uh, and this was at bantamweight. Both fighters are UFC newcomers from Brazil. Now, Carol is a training partner of Jessica Andrade at PRVT, which kind of explains why she was there. Uh, Lara trains at Nova Unia, and I guess there was another Nova Unia fighter on the show, so I guess they were just looking for a, a fight to kill time. So basically what it came down to is this. Carol is a striker. Lara wants to take it to the ground. But she never could get it there. And uh, Carol is a much better striker. Now, the one thing I'll say about these two is they both, you know, were not passive. They were both very aggressive in striking. And supposedly, according to the uh, stats, there were uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of significant strikes in this fight. You know, more than ever in a... Uh, a women's bantamweight match. But, you know, it was a competitive fight. I scored a 30-27 for Carroll. Uh, it was a close fight, but Carroll was just a better striker and landed more. The judges gave Carroll a split decision. Round two was close. So, I mean, it's fine that it could have gone the other way. I just don't see how Lara wins either of the other two rounds. I mean, the fight's up on my blog. You can check it out for yourself. Now, uh, just wanted to comment on one more thing. Last night was uh, the uh, AEW. So I actually thought it was tonight, but it was last night. And um, uh, what they've done is they've set up uh, the first uh, women's title match for um, the first uh, TNT show. Now, I still hope uh, uh, they did a, a, a battle royal, uh, which I'm not going to watch. And the winner of the battle royal was this... Uh, girl Nyla Rose who she's a big girl let's put it that way and uh, some promoters seem to be a little over um, over enthusiastic about larger girls these days and I don't have a problem with it if they can work but some of them can't work so that's the problem you have to have more than size you have to be able to work 
All right. So I'm not thrilled with her. I've seen her before. I'm not crazy about her. Uh, Riho beat Hikaru Shida. And I think what the deal was there is that Hikaru uh, wants to finish up in Japan before she comes back again to AEW. And um, that'll be October 15th. And in the case of Riho, uh, she's got two dates left on her commitment to AEW. So that's going to be it. So they, they also want to sell um, Hikaru a little bit of, uh, on a heel as a heel. And they're also uh, going to try and do a, a rivalry with Britt Baker and B. Priestley and all that kind of thing there. And, uh, you know, I don't know what the match is going to be like. You, you know, you've got uh, this girl who's huge and Riho is very tiny. So, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, like I said, uh, if I find the video for Hikaru versus Riho, I will post it up on the blog, but I have, it's not up yet, so uh, hopefully I'll get it up by tomorrow or something like that. Okay, that's about it for today. Again, uh, the three UFC videos are up on my blog, so be sure to check it out, frankp316.blogspot.com. If you uh, be back... Uh, next podcast is probably going to be Friday. Uh, we've got coming up next week an Invicta show. And also uh, UFC is in Abu Dhabi. And there's a couple of women's matches on the prelims. Not on the main show, but on the prelims. And that again, I'll have to remind you that that's an early start for that show. Okay, so if you have any questions or comments for the podcast, you can leave my anchor's voicemail. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.